I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. Hello. Morning, morning, morning. Oh, and I'm saying morning because <laughs> the queens are the queens have been separated for a while. Natalie's over on the East Coast or mid. What is that called? Midwest, I'd say. Midwest. Sorry about that. <laughs> and I am over here on the Pacific. So it is the butt crack of dawn for me. So if I sound like a croaky little toad, that's why. And I'm sorry. Do you still have your retainer in or are we are we going to pop that out? Oh, does it sound like I have a lisp? <laughs> I think it's just your morning lisp. Oh, sorry um, about that. I wow. also apologize to the listeners. The last episode, my audio quality is horrible. I'm using corded headphones because I left my my sweet baby Mike back home <laughs> in California. So <laughs> if I sound even croakier, I apologize as well. All right. You know the drill. Before we start any episode, we have to just do a quick callback to our ladies over at Foreplay. If you didn't listen to the last episode, we had the founders of Foreplay on. They are absolutely amazing. We love this app. Caitlin, tell the listeners what Foreplay is. You know, I will. Foreplay is a double dating app. You create a team with your best friend. Hopefully she's single like you and start matching with other teams. It can just be like a fun hangout. It doesn't have to be romantic. If one of you on this little fun hangout for singles becomes romantically attracted to one of the guys there, that's great. 100%. I actually had two girls this weekend. I am in Chicago visiting friends and we were all hanging out for St. Patrick's Day and two girls were like, now can you take a photo of us? We're going to make a group hinge in New York. I was like, oh, look no further, ladies. There's actually a double dating app live there and it's called Foreplay. And they downloaded the app. They were so hyped and it was like just a real organic, just foreplay reach out. I love it. Oh, let's go. So if you guys want to join those two, as well as Caitlin and I on this app, please click the link in the description of this episode and download Foreplay. And guys, if any of you download Foreplay and go on some double dates, please send your stories. We will definitely share them here. Dying to know, dying to know. Okay. A little general update for the listeners. Yes. Caitlin and I have entered into a long distance relationship. (laughs) I'm just, I'm itching. I miss her terribly. It's crippling. But I just wanted a quick update that's just a hilarious line that one of our guy friends said the other weekend. We went out to dinner and Caitlin actually got vaccinated because she is now an essential worker and she is a teacher. (laughs) And our guy friend comes to dinner and sees that she has been like Instagramming her like arm band-aid, just like total like vaccine thirst trap. And he, he goes, Caitlin, you're the least essential person on earth. Why did you get a vaccine? And it's so true. It's so, so true. true. I couldn't even be mad because he was right. He was so <laughs> right. You are the least essential. That was hilarious. Like I'm so non-essential. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you to our hero on the line here, Caitlin, for <laughs> putting in the absolute work. Uh, she is a vaccinated queen. So guys, if you were worried about that, hit her up. I am vaxxed. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to tell this story, this update, and you're not even going to believe us because we couldn't believe it when it happened. Basically, you remember our friend David, David Ferris, one of one of our favorite episodes we've done. As you guys know, we started our apartment hunting journey. And a couple episodes back, we said we got ghosted by this landlord of his apartment that we think we had. Well, as we always preach, they always come crawling right mm-hmm. back. So that apartment is now, in fact, ours. We sign on this apartment. We are pumped. And then we get a text from our sweet, sweet guest, David. What does he say, Caitlin? 
he texts us and says, oh, dang it. I just listened to your episode where you guys said you were apartment hunting. I wish I knew or else I would have told you that a unit in my apartment building opened up. Like I was just texting my landlord about it today. And he said he, you know, he just gave it away today. We're like, oh man, like that would have been, that would have been so cool. Like, where do you live? He gives the address of the apartment that we just signed on. David Ferris is living directly below us. I mean, talk about a trap house. Talk about a trap house. You can't make this up. What are the odds that he's like, oh, it's a really cute apartment. Here's the straight. Oh, oh my gosh. Like with the hot landlord, he's like, yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) But yeah, it's confirmed, guys. We will be neighbors. I was going to say, when we're ever just running dry on content, we're walking downstairs and getting David to just like spice it up. 100%. What time is it? It is time for Mr. 85 again, folks. If you haven't listened, we have an episode with my best guy friend. We call him Mr. 85. He's been on 85 Hinge Dates. Now, months later, he's been on far more. But here he is rating another Hinge profile submitted by a listener. Okay, I am back again. Today we're reviewing Megan's Hinge profile. Megan, super nice to meet you. And as with everybody, I have not looked at this video yet of you scrolling through your Hinge. This is just right off the bat. So, all right, it looks like we start out with a picture of you at dinner, showing what you actually look like. Good picture, you're all dressed up. I like it. Okay, moving on. The way to win me over prompt. And that is letting me play arcade basketball at the bar and cheer me on. I like this. This is a really good one. This is actually one of the really like one of the better ones I've seen. Okay. All right. Next, it's a one of those little like boomerang things that Hinge lets you post of her kind of like playing with her hair. Really pretty. I like it. Okay. It shows all the info filled out. She's from a place called Pflugerville, which is pretty neat. And then we move down. It looks like she's a nurse. So she's got the whole nurse fit on with the mask on. One of those other boomerangs. Um, One thing I'll never do again. And it is get on a hot air balloon in the middle of an Egyptian desert. Okay. Interesting. And it looks like we have another boomerang. Oh my gosh. This is boomerang city. And it looks like her and her buddy will uh, fall for you if you also like spontaneous weekend road trips. I guess that's okay. I mean, you, you could be a little bit more creative. Your first one was super funny about the arcade games. I don't know why I like that so much, but I do. And then it's a picture of you just like flexing with the claw on the boat, just like that hot girl summer vibe, okay? And then finally, it's literally a video of you, of your feet with a bunch of girls' feet dancing. I mean, I would replace that. I don't really get it. Uh, I guess it's not bad. Uh, but all in all, this is a solid profile. Definitely swipe right. Like, you have everything filled out. Like, the pictures are good. You look great. Like, yeah, like, 8-5. Good stuff. Let's go. Way to kill it, Megan. That's got to be one of my highest ratings ever. Definitely higher than Caitlin's. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you for that, Mr. 85. We don't know what we do without you. I don't know why we treat your opinion as God, but, I mean, <laughs> we'll roll with it. Now to seamlessly transition into our favorite segment ever, Hinge Cringe. The morning morning rasp of the Hinge Cringe (laughs) is is quite exhausting. And if you're cringing at home, cringe (laughs) along with us. (laughs) I have a quick two truths and a lie that rubbed me really the wrong way. Witnessed Bob Saget. (laughs) Sorry, that's just hilarious. Witnessed Bob Saget met Kobe Bryant, and had three jelly beans in my penis hole. (laughs) Stop. Stop. No. I don't even know if we can put this in the episode, but he really wrote that, and he wrote penises pen one five. I just, I just. 
Did you respond? Like, I'm so curious. No, of course not. Did you have kidney stones or did you meet Bob Saget? <laughs> it keeps me up at night. Did you stick? Did you put those there? How'd they, <laughs> how'd they get there? <laughs> okay. This was my favorite hinge answer that I've ever seen on the app. This isn't a hinge cringe. This is a why I have hinge and why hinge keeps me young. Okay. Do you agree or disagree that you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma? If that okay, that's commercial silly. does not ring true to you, you are too young to be listening to this podcast, but that is like, that totally. defined my childhood. It's so funny. Why were, <laughs> why were I Carly commercials about mesothelioma? I'm not sure. You were a loved one might be eligible for. <laughs> yes. Okay. A listener actually submitted this one and this was unreal. Every photo this guy has is a PowerPoint slide on why you should date Steve, a presentation. And I don't know how I feel about this. It could be funny, but he took it a little too serious. One of the slides is a picture of him carrying his mom like a baby. And it says he loves his mom and knows how to treat women with respect. Okay. That's like a little too serious. I kind of (laughs) like, I kind of love the PowerPoint idea. I think that's funny, but anything with your mom, please. It's like when Matt James on this finale of The Bachelor was rubbing his mom's leg. I was like, can we all just address what's going on here? Or are we right. just going to let that sit? Right. I thought it was a sicko for being like, I hate this. But like then it blew up on TikTok that that was weird. But yeah, the presentation idea is funny in theory, but not if you're not funny. Sorry. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> I actually like those TikToks that are like guys doing some sort of presentation or girls doing the presentation of like all the douchebags I've ever hooked up with. There's like those kind of make me chuckle. Those are hilarious. Yeah. Like called PowerPoint parties. <laughs> like if executed well, I would appreciate a nice, well-executed deck. Okay. This is a hinge cringe. I, I showed Caitlin before we started recording because I needed sort of like <laughs> backup and support on on how to describe it. So it's a photo. It's a photo prompt, which we've, we've discussed we hate. It gets someone who looks at you like, and it's a photo of him. And then there's, te- there's a text overlay that says, I won't ever look at another woman. And- his eyes are actually like blurred out. He did some sort of Photoshop editing where his eyes are completely smudged out. So it looks like an eyeless man that says, I won't ever look at another woman. Um, (laughs) Hey Russ, you're freaking me out. You're, (laughs) you look possessed. (laughs) Like, is this bird box or whatever? Like what's going on? It's horrifying. It was really scary. Really, really unsettled me. I did not match. I would actually prefer you to look at other women. So thanks. (laughs) I have a personal story. This is like about Hinge kind of. I was on a date and I went on a date in a city that's not my own. So the date was like very casual. We live in different cities. I think he slid into my Instagram DMs and I was like, I'm in the city, whatever. But the point of this is I think when you go on a date with like no intention of anything, you can have like these very real conversations. I don't know. I, so we kind of had some deep talks and one of them we're like, well, let's rate each other's hinge profiles because we didn't meet on hinge and whatever. And we're just kind of like having a drink on a Tuesday night, whatever. We rate each other's hinge profiles. And this is a shout out to Mr. 85 who rated me like a seven out of 10 on my hinge profile. This man said, I have the, and I quote, perfect hinge profile. <laughs> And I just wanted to tell the listeners just to sort of like stroke my own ego. Um, 100%. This random guy, I was honored. I was honored. Of course, take any chance you can to flex. 100%. 
I also was like, I got a five. <laughs> you, you did get a five. I forget about that. We are going to kick off this week's segment of unsolicited advice. We always ask you guys for us to give you advice and it shocks us every week that you do <laughs> ask us questions. So thank you for that. We actually had a listener DM us. I don't know if you saw this. Could you lower the intro music? Sorry for this unsolicited advice. It just is way too loud. <laughs> I'm sorry. I we're saw not that DM and I was like, ignore okay. Like, I'm sorry, we're not editing fiends. Like it takes enough energy for us to put our personalities on the line, let alone be like superstar editors. So give us a break. Yeah. Like we're using the free garage band. What do you expect from me? I will start with this DM. I will keep him anonymous. I'm talking to this really cute guy who lives in Las Vegas. Sounds chill, right? Here's the kicker. I live in New York. Is it worth it, ladies? Yes or no? Nor. Noi. <laughs> Absolutely Nor. not. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> There, it could be worth it if there's an end in sight, but otherwise, nor. Absolutely not. Also, would you trust dating anyone in Las Vegas? Like, for some reason, I just wouldn't. Yeah, why are you living in Las Vegas? <laughs> what motivates you? But yeah, we, we did touch on long distance in two episodes ago, so refer back. Okay, again, I, I just sometimes am floored by these questions when people are actually asking big life advice from us. <laughs> Should I move to New York City or Boston? <laughs> I... I don't know. I, I don't know. Have you ever been to either of those cities? Why would we know? First of all, <laughs> we live in California. I think we have, uh, like, I actually have some advice on friends that live in both cities. I would say it's easier to be a girl in Boston. I think you stand out. You're hotter. You're cuter. You're more unique. You're recognized. I think in New York City, there's a ton of hot girls and not a ton of hot guys. So then, like, the ugly finance guy gets with, like, the hottest influencer chick. And that's, that's tough. So I would suggest Boston. That's more my vibe. What about you? This isn't us being mean. Like, I'm sorry, you need to be self-aware. Are you going to be a New York four or a Boston eight? That's just your choice. hundred percent. And also this is us not even looking at your profile. You could be way hotter than both of us combined, but we're just just speaking from uh, our friend's experience. Yes. This guy actually messages us every week on unsolicited, I would say. So, so thank you for the, the consistency there. How do I convince my hot coworker to fall in love with me? You're talking to two experts of tricking. So experts, it's one thing to trick in person, but to trick over zoom, you have to sort of like pull out all the stops. Right. There's a couple things. I think, I think one definitely try to chat with them outside of just work things. So if like you're on work zooms all the time, slack them on the side and like be flirty. I think slacking or just messaging on the side is always super exciting. I also think if you're working on a project late night, just ask for the number so you get that in the arsenal and you can like add on snap and do that stuff. I also think there's a fine line. Like, is this like a direct report? Is this someone you report to? I don't know. I think that gets a little iffy, but I mean, go for it. Or illegal. Or illegal. (laughs) Or illegal. Um, But yes, we all know it's it's far harder to get noticed on Zoom than in person. So you're definitely going to have to try like even harder. Definitely be doing those on the side convos, you know, maybe pipe up in a meeting or something. Definitely. And here's one thing you can avoid is having this virtual uh, Hawaiian background that Caitlin has right now over Zoom. (laughs) There's like a moving swaying palm tree and it's like doing nothing but distracting me from her actual face. So avoid uh, avoid moving Zoom backgrounds. (laughs) We met this girl at a luau (laughs) and now she is one of our listeners and fans. So shout out to you. I'll keep you anon though. She gave us four questions this week. We'll be answering probably half of them as the other two are budgeting and advice on cooking, which neither of those I can do. 
So we are going to move on to <laughs> the question of dealing with friends who are toxic. This this answer will be received differently, I think, depending on your age. But I think at our age, almost 24, we are way too old to be spending time with people we don't like or wasting time on quote unquote friends who are toxic. Like I would never call any of my best friends toxic. No, I totally agree. Because they wouldn't be like my best friends. I agree. And I think I might be, I might almost have too fine tooth of a comb with friends these days. I just have no time for anyone. Like I kind of have my bench of five. And if you're not sitting on the bench, you're just not, I just don't acknowledge your existence. Exactly. And then it, and then it comes to something like, oh, let's say my birthday that's coming up and I can't fill a table of 10. <laughs> okay. No, that's just because some of your friends are, most of your friends are in the Midwest. However, I was going to say none of them are toxic. Right. If you have to put the word dealing in a sentence, I just think, I don't know, life is really hard and you have to deal with enough things. If there's something in your life that you don't have to deal with, then you can just kind of, I don't know, the trash takes itself out as Queen Victoria said. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Here's her next question, which who knew this luau would make it as an appearance on like seven (laughs) episodes. We went to one luau in Hawaii and it's still, it's still here, but uh, here's her next question. Advice on how to break up with someone. Ooh, been there, done that. Been there, done that. Um, (laughs) Have I only broken up with my boyfriends? Yes. (laughs) I will give, I will give advice. It's not you. It's me. No, I'm just kidding. I think Um, it hurts either way. It hurts either way. It hurts you. It hurts them. It hurts. But here's what hurts more. Wasting your time with someone who's not the one. So mm-hmm. if that is the case, you just have to do what's best for yourself, honey, and then go drink with your friends, right? I mean, what's the point? Exactly. And if you know they're not the one and you know they're going to break up with them, but you're scared of doing it, you're scared of that pain, you're scared of being alone because who isn't? I get that. You're going to have to do it anyway. So if you think about doing it tomorrow or in a month, which one's worse? Just rip that old Band-Aid right off. 100%. I broke up with someone in quarantine. and It was like my only source of comfort in this like crazy weird time. And I chose to be alone with myself and my spooky, spooky thoughts yeah. <laughs> than to be with them because I didn't want to waste their time. I mean, I was doing them a favor by like not wasting their time. Yes, that was that was very brave, very brave of you. So brave. Now I just have to spend all my time with Caitlin and it's quite exhausting. <laughs> you know, I think there are two types of breakups. There is the four hour car conversation. Yes. I feel like it always happens in a car, especially if you're younger. I feel like your your whole relationship was in a car, but we That's don't so we don't dive into that. Yeah. So there's the four hour car conversation and then there's the I'm so fed up and I've kind of already grieved this relationship. So I will be saying one sentence and closing the door in your face. 100%. I also think it's harder when they haven't done something wrong. Like if there's even one thing to latch onto of like, you are doing this wrong, you are X, Y, Z for these terrible reasons. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier. But when you're breaking up with someone who's just like a kind hearted person, which has been literally all of my exes, they've done mm-hmm. nothing wrong. It's way harder to latch on to like nothing and say, sorry, I just don't like you anymore. Right. Right. All right. Ex's best friend you've always loved. Go for it. Yes or no. Yikey. Yikerson. We're messy in here. Why are you in love with your ex, with your best friend's ex? Wait, 
ex's best friend. Oh, no, this is way better. This is oh, way better. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. Oh my God. Who else would you go for? That's like, exactly. that's like a perfect setup. I feel like there's also always some weird sexual attention with your boyfriend's best friend. Like there's always just like kind of, cause you're always there and they see you yes. in kind of your rawest form. And it's always like, yes, you know, they'll like hear you hooking up. Like, I don't know. I just think there's always that element of like, oh, hmm, like, is this 100%. my boyfriend? Maybe I spent just as much time with you as I do with him. Yes. And you've like inadvertently that whole time, like got to know them, spent time with them. hundred percent. Go for it. Yes. Especially that's like, if you're like really, you. that's, that's luck. That's, that's like, you just happen to be attracted to and enjoy your ex's best friend. Like, that's amazing. Go also, for it. I also think like half the thrill is the fact that it's not really allowed. So like once that dies down, do you actually really like this person? I'm not sure. True. They use the word love though. All right. Last question here. And this just brought back some memes, kind of made me, made me a little sad here. How to cope with graduating from college. I'm just so happy here. And the real world is scary. I feel you. We feel you. Um, I think I had one of the easiest transitions from college to real world. And I still had a really hard time. I think just to prep you, you'll probably cry your first two months of work every day. And- 100%. I mean, at least what you don't have to do is take public transportation and like figure out how to get to work. At least you'll just get out of bed and start work on over Zoom. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just you actually did because a lot of your all of your college friends mostly live around us, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. You had one friend obviously that lives in a different state, but I was leaving all of my college friends geographically to across the country. And that was like really, really hard to be like, wow, I've these are my sisters. I wasn't in a sorority, but like literally I'm living in a house with these girls and I'm going to not living with them at all. And it's so sad, but you just have to keep that relationship up. I mean, I am now visiting my best friend from college and I've been living with her for three weeks, sharing a full bed. So like you'll always go back to where you started, but the real world, the real world is scary, but I promise you get used to it. And then it just becomes reality. And then you wake up every day and know that your life will never change. And you're just going <laughs> to do it all over again. <laughs> Listen to our corporate world of the underworld episode. That was a good one. We should bring that back. Yeah. That about wraps it up for unsolicited advice this week, guys. We love this segment. Please continue to ask us questions. It makes us happy. It brightens our day. We appreciate you respecting our opinions, our lowly, lowly opinions. <laughs> so thank you. Before we wrap, we are going to read one of our amazing reviews. This one's from Chrissy95XO captioned the realest girls five stars thanks for that chrissy honestly i stumbled upon this podcast from natalie on tiktok and wow am i thankful these girls crack me up and keep things so real i'm so sick of all these health yoga peace love yada yada podcasts these (laughs) girls are relatable and keep it real i'm picking up what they're putting down thank you chrissy love from nyc she says chrissy i have two words for you download foreplay (laughs) (laughs) for real chrissy thank you makes our day 100%. I guess to wrap this up, please like, rate, and subscribe to Two Solid Sixes on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at Two Solid Sixes. Follow our personal accounts to give us a little bit of joy. (laughs) (laughs) Download Foreplay on the Apple Store. Start dating. See you next week.